Hey everybody, superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 577, from December 15th, 1997, a Monday night show featuring Nikki Van Learp of Lords of Acid. Now, the source on this one is a Kevin tape that's brand new to the archive, and it's incomplete, with roughly just an hour of the show content, minus the songs that were played, which were actually edited out in the source tape by Kevin. Impressive. The opening music and intro and the closing break are intact. The missing show content seems to be about 45 minutes, and it happens somewhere in the second segment break. They're in the middle of talking to a caller, and then it suddenly jumps ahead. There may be a second jump soon after that as well. This episode's been missing for 17 years and 360 days. Nobody's heard it since it aired. Nobody. Not even myself. I caught a comment from the closing break where it alludes to some missing band incident uh, arguing between Nikki and Dr. Drew. There's no telling if that's actually in this content we have or if that's lost on the cutting room floor. Let's listen together and find out. And as per usual, this is recorded in 1997. Some of the medical information may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline. 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. And if you'd like to check out more of my work and help me uh, with these tape preservation efforts of these lost fan tapes, please visit SuperfanGiovanni.com. Mahalo and get on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. Here's Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Yes. Oh, yes. Phone number 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew is a board-certified physician and an addiction medicine specialist. Tomorrow night, our guest is Buster Poindexter. Tonight... I'm going to try to pronounce this correctly. From the Lords of Acid, we have Nikki Van Lierop. <laughs> That's good right. Is that pretty good? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Let me just read a uh, quote or two um, that ch- the band Lords of Acid has received, just um, in case there's anybody who's not familiar with you. You can get a... Uh, well, it, it'll sum it up in a couple of lines. Uh, le- this is from the L.A. Weekly. Leave your inhibitions at the door. Lords of Acid blend disco, techno, and glam rock into a highly stylized freak show with audience fantasy taking center stage. True, that sounds like your scene, by the way. <laughs> uh, one other quick one. Uh, this is from um, the Cleveland scene. Uh, a show that would have given Jerry Farwell a stroke. So these were the people my mother warned me about. Sexy, taunting, a spectacle to behold. So uh, that is the Lords of Acid, and uh, Nikki is here to represent them tonight. Yep. Um, I'm darling Nikki, and everything that you just said is completely true. You, you guys are from, uh, everyone's from Belgium? Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. A- and uh, you've been around for 10 years now. Yep. And everyone still lives in Belgium. Uh, yes, still. <laughs> yes. And did everyone, is it a small town in Belgium you're from? Yes, uh, I live in Arschot, which is... Uh, <laughs> Hold on, Mike, get ready with the dump button. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I come from uh, FU, which is a part of the valley. Uh, oh. No. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, it's about half an hour away from Brussels, but then so is everything else in Belgium. Belgium is about two hours Across. Across, and, you know, you'll be in another country before you know it. And is everybody, um, at least, see, I was reading this bio that they have, but it's a, it's a bit fact and a bit fiction. Yeah. Uh, but it basically said that people were classically trained 
And uh, <laughs> that, was, that was the fiction part, I guess. Okay, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw it up and see what sticks. All right, when did when did the band get together? Did you know people since childhood? Uh, no, you know what? Part of it is true because when I was 11, I joined the church choir uh, for about a year, and then from then on, I played in little garages doing punk. Mm -hmm. Screaming a bit and everything, but from then I knew I was going to end up in this business somehow. Did you do uh, Belgium punk or did you do American punk? It was always in English. Oh, it was. Yeah, <laughs> I don't speak Flemish very well. No, it's, it's I find it easier, uh, you know, especially being being young and a child, and you're in a, in a garage, you have big dreams, so mm -hmm. you better start learning English fast. <laughs> and did you listen to a lot of English punk growing uh, up? Well, uh, I have to say, I, when I was about Twelve. I got my Sex Pistols album. Uh, never really much listened to it because it was very, very loud. Uh, and I was brought up on Shirley Bassey and Barbara Streisand by my mom. So. Oh boy. Yeah, I could have been in musicals. He's <laughs> got to be pissed off now. <laughs> because uh, I saw Nikki at the K Rock and the rest of the Lords of Acid at the K Rock um, Halloween party, which was a few months back. Which I don't believe you attended, Drew. No. Did you? No. And no, and you know why you weren't there? Because it was outdoors. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because they didn't have this year's Christmas party in your, I mean, uh, Halloween party in your living room. And you would have had to. And Drew, what is that? <laughs> wow, Drew, it's a lot. Drew, I'm I'm trying to do a little comedy here. I'm, I'm following, but I'm trying to remember where it actually was. Well, you would have had to have left the house, in other yes, words, right, uh, right. to attend. So I'm saying it was uh, outside of my home. Yes, a, yes. a deal breaker. Yeah. for you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you for it, spelling it out. It was food a, feeding me the comedy. Oh, for Christ's sake! It's uh, I don't know what's worse, not looking at Drew or looking at Drew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was at the Hollywood Athletic Club. I believe the Foo Fighters yes. opened up, and then uh, came the Lords of Acid. It was a uh, a good show, uh, but I only remember the first three or four songs because uh, by then, you know, Halloween being a big drinking holiday, <laughs> I was uh, a couple of sheets to the wind. Uh, yeah. So was everybody else in that place, I remember. But the crowd <laughs> seemed to really enjoy the show. Oh, yeah, they always do. <laughs> So you guys are going to Chicago to play uh, the Crowbar tomorrow, mm -hmm. and then it's uh, back to the uh, native land of yes. Belgium, mm -hmm. and then it'll be back here again in the States in the, in the spring. spring. Yeah, probably. Now, you're going to be playing in Belgium, or are you just going to take some time off? No, what we do in Belgium is, okay, uh, the three people who actually founded Lords of Acid is a guy called Praga Khan, Oliver Adams and myself. Those two guys stayed at home during this tour working on a new album, mm -hmm. uh, a Praga Khan album. And so I'm going to go home, probably uh, lie down for about three weeks, and then maybe I'll go back into the studio. How big morning. is the band in Belgium? The band? Uh, I mean the, no. the, the group Lords of Acid in we, Belgium. We don't perform in Belgium at all. Actually. You don't? No. Because they're not into that kind of music? Uh, well, no, let's just put it this way. Our music is very sexual. Mm -hmm. And Europe, I mean, we get slapped in the face with sex every day on TV. We're just not interested in that anymore. And well, This is what I heard, by the way. The, the, yes. I, I did an interview with a Swedish newspaper. and uh, <laughs> Well, the, Sweden. Oh. No, no, but Sweden, <laughs> they, they are absolutely, it's not cool. Sex is not cool. It's just like, eh, no. well, we've well, we done that. Because uh, it has to be a little bit forbidden? N it's just that they're getting back to basics. They're trying to get no, back what to I mean, what I mean is, is no. here, because it's considered a taboo, then it's really titillating to see a show that has sex involved with it. But if you're sitting home masturbating, 
to um, Coke commercials because a chick's naked, <laughs> then it's not such a novel and well, it, a it's, titillating it's, experience to go out and see a band. It's also it. that uh, it, it's in uh, countries where they were so progressive that it was completely unrestrained, it was also ungratifying, and they realized there was no holy grail there. Right. And they went on and back to monogamous relationships and back to basics. Well, well they're going through their preppy phase. You know, I always say that Americans are the most perverted people in the world because they are the most sexually oppressed people in the world. Uh, there's so much taboo going on. I mean, I want to go and sit in the jacuzzi. We have to wear clothes in America. Oh. <laughs> That's so weird for us, you know. You don't in my house. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't have a jacuzzi, but if I did, uh, that would be my Neither policy. Neither do I, so that's okay. Yeah, yeah so in Belgium, on, on the TV ads and everything, there's nudity? Yeah, that's what sells. What about, uh, <laughs> no duh, what about um, profanity? Are um, they allowed to use, do they have profanity in Belgium? What's uh, profanity? Um, swear words, uh, oh, nasty yeah, language. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Are yeah. they allowed to use that oh, yeah. as well? Just we, can, we can use everything on TV. So uh, you have the equivalent to the uh, F word, uh, the F... Uh, yeah, you know usually they'll do it in English, even. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, a bit of an homage to the Americans. Uh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. So you will hear the F word in its entirety. Uh, obviously, I cannot say the entire word here on English radio. But if we're in Belgium, <laughs> I would finish it off. What is the F word? What is an F word? Uh, let's <laughs> see. Let me just go ahead and write that down. But you no, I don't want to see you write that down. I know, you know. Oh, you want to see me do it to Drew? Uh, yes, that's right. Uh, Drew is all serious there. Oh, you're naughty. You know a word I'm talking about, right? Yeah. You've got to turn okay. snacking into a f Okay, that was the only time I said the F word on air. <laughs> By the way, I got so. Uh, and I still didn't get to hear it. Oh my goodness! I was so pissed off about snacking <laughs> that uh, I had to use the F word. Oh man, this sounds like utopia. This Belgium. How do they treat Americans there? Oh well, we have a good laugh because, like here, also you watch TV. There's so much violence and death and stabbing and blood. Right. And what's wrong with nudity? Well, know? let me ask you, you this, uh, Miss Smarty Pants. What do you want your five-year-old watching? Uh, someone being uh, stabbed repeatedly by uh, a couple of gang members, or uh, a naked figure? I think they should look at a naked figure, oh, so boy. they won't See, grow to be perverted right, like anybody else in America. <laughs> I don't know if I can continue this interview, Drew. This woman is uh, absolutely insane. <laughs> Linda. Yes. You're 33. Yes. Okay. What's going on? Well, I just haven't felt like I want to have a relationship with anybody lately. Okay. Um, I've recently been divorced. My divorce was final in June. We probably, we were married like 11 years. Okay. Um, up till the first Hold on. Was, Drew. I didn't, that was not that. not have That was dragon. not that. Well, it, whatever it was, no more. Right, right, exactly. It was fine. He started into drugs, and, you know, he's in jail now. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I had one relationship after that. Uh, it was going real well, and then the guy just stopped calling. So I haven't really felt like doing anything. Is that normal? I mean... <laughs> How long has it been? Um, probably like two months. Yeah. I mean, you've been... That's not that long. I think that's pretty normal. You've been yeah, hurt pretty badly. Like I, I just really pretty haven't badly. even felt like, like trying to meet somebody or anything like that i just kind of feel like i want to just like center myself linda i'm going to go out on a limb and say that most of the problems in your life thus far have come because of uh, bad decisions in relationships and not being able to be alone right okay so, now so your here's your here's right. a golden opportunity it's two months it feels like two years but uh, i think this is good for you at this point absolutely 
I my take on you is you're someone that got hooked up with uh, people pretty early on in life and went from one to the next. Well, undoubtedly, her primary relationships were screwed up too. Right, dad, mom, and dad bad, huh? Um, not really. No, they were really supportive. They've been really supportive. Really? Um, yeah. You just hooked up with the guys in prison. Well, uh, actually, based on uh, a like role model that we're not. Uh, well, actually, like I said, for the first seven years of our marriage, he was totally. Like a hundred percent straight. But he's know, an addict. Al- he's, he's an addict alcoholic, though. And so there's a reason you'd pick somebody like that, typically. Oh no, oh no, well, not didn't at you, all. Didn't What's he in jail for? I Mail fraud? Drugs. No, no. I mean, he started doing drugs. He started smoking crack. Uh, he's an addict alcoholic. That's what he is. Right. Exactly. No, 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 no. Drew, Drew, Drew. It's uh, was crack. Crack. It's not an addict. Crack's not. He's an addict alcoholic, and there's a reason you got involved with somebody like that. Usually, that like there's. Dad's an alcoholic or mom's an alcoholic, something like that. No, 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 Drew. He got started on crack. <laughs> it's crack. You understand? He yeah, he, he was. wasn't doing anything. Then he got into the crack, and then now he's in jail. But he's he's not exactly. how you're uh, how you're uh, portraying him, Drew, as some sort of uh, common uh, d- drug uh, using uh, uh, crack addicts. And right, exactly. Right. And he wasn't like that at all. He no, was, he had a that. profession and everything. I mean, he was yeah. uh, like in the lawyer kind of thing and you know i mean he was very well he wasn't he wasn't really a lawyer but he was in that you know right, right, general exactly. genre i mean he worked around people right, who right, knew lawyers exactly. he was in the court system right well he certainly was right yes he's, he's now in the prison, prison system, system. <laughs> right exactly so he's in law enforcement essentially is what this guy is exactly right you know, and he was like super straight super mm-hmm. nice guy went to work every day and right. then just you know for some reason he made the decisions in his life to do what he did Mm-hmm. Which 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 was what again? I can't remember. He started doing crack. Right, the crack. See, Drew. He's not an addict, though. No, no, he's not an addict, Drew. He was um, he was working in a lawyer's world. He got um, he became made a decision. A, he became heavily uh, addicted to crack, and now he's what, in what, the law enforcement. You said what? what was that word again? Oh, I mean, I, did I say addicted? <laughs> yeah. He be, uh, he became amused uh, yeah. with crack, and uh, now he's um, in the um, um, penal system. He's in the, uh, in the penal law enforcement system. Uh, system. The penis we system. are allowed to say that, by okay. the way. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I don't know what uh, the hell Drew's getting at. Frankly, I'm insulted, Linda. Anyway. You need to find yourself a. Uh, uh, you need to find you, Linda. Yourself. Right. That's what you need. All right. So and take. That's the way that I feel. I just uh, want to make sure that that was like completely mm-hmm. normal because I really. Uh, yes. But let's start with the ABCs of reality. Okay. Your husband's an addict. Okay. I, I can't tell you how many doctors and lawyers and businessmen I've treated that are addicts. It has nothing to do with someone's profession or position in life. Addict is addict. Okay. He's an addict. All right. You got that. Oh yeah. All right. Addict. Married yeah. to an addict. Excellent. Reason you did that. We've got to figure that out. Why you keep uh, involving yourself with people that uh, are either addictive or unavailable or something about them is not quite what it should be is something about you. And until you can at least look at the reality you've created, it's going to be very hard to look at the reality of your emotional world. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, go ahead and take some time off, though. Yo, I yes. believe oh, yes. uh, the best thing a lot of people can do is just uh, take a little time out. Yep, be patient. Don't look for anything. It'll come to you. Right. Well, if you're like me, you got to get out and look a little bit. Carrie. Carrie? You're 19. Yes. What's going on? Um, <clears throat> first of all, I'd like to make a comment about the last call. She might want to look in the, like, Narcotics Anonymous. Or Why? I don't know. She just... 
this work who gives you 500 bucks um i'm not really sure how it works but i just got offered a job by one of his co-workers and she asked him and he was like whatever she would never do something like that where does he work um he's a waiter he's a waiter yes why did that person ask him i'm not you she knew that we were dating and she kind of felt like i don't know sort of permission needed to be granted there i guess oh really <laughs> It's the way we do things here in the States, sweetie. It's all over. Don't worry about it. Oh. All right. So she has some connection to some sort of internet modeling. Right. Agency. Agency. It's nude modeling. Yeah, but, you know, they got to want you to do something because if it was just naked chicks on the internet, they would just keep posting Playboy stuff, wouldn't they? I mean, is it it some sort of uh, interactive thing or something like that? I don't believe so, but it's like if... uh, Playboy wanted to give them the pictures. I believe that they would have to pay a certain amount of money to. Yeah, but Engineer Mike sits here for two hours every night pulling up photographs of naked women, and I I don't believe it's cost him anything. (laughs) Maybe I'll be one of his little victims. All right, so your boyfriend doesn't want you to do it. Not what I can read off of it. And you're only doing it for the money. Right. It's like I've been considered like a sex symbol. All right, well, what about this? What if I gave you five hundred dollars if I could break wind on your head? (laughs) Would that be all right? Well into the microphone. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Would that be okay? Because you don't really want to do it, and your boyfriend wouldn't like it. But I'd get you the five hundred bucks. But it'd be a little humiliating. But but it's like when a person needs money, they you know. Well, let's do that. Don't you think that would be, I mean... You want her to come down here so you can do that? You're going to pay her 500 bucks? Well... You have to tell me, you know, is it that bad, though? Don't don't do it only for money. Do it if you want to do it. (laughs) I think you do something like that only after a great deal of thought because it is a threshold that once you cross, there really is no turning back. Right. Regardless what you do in your future, this is something that could come back to haunt you. Uh, Somebody could judge it. Somebody could take issue with it. well, that's yeah. another thing. They said that they could put, like, no. something on my face. Uh, put something on your face? <laughs> I'll put my ass on your face. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 500 what do you, what do you bucks. to with this? <laughs> I'm just, I'm, what I'm thinking is, is and I'm not going to pay it myself. I'll, I'll turn to the Loveline listeners. We'll have a uh, fart drive. Where everyone you're puts in, naughty is what you're thinking. Everyone puts in a dollar. <laughs> I was just, well, I was thinking to myself about sort of the moral thing, and I realized... Carrie's not nuts about posing in the nude. Her boyfriend certainly doesn't want her to do it. But she'd just kind of do it because she wants money. the 500 bucks. She, she will demean herself. It's a little money. demeaning, uh, possibly humiliating, maybe embarrassing and uncomfortable. So you're going to do that in all in one swoop and get it over with. Right. And, and give her the money. Right. Why just give her the money? That's bad radio. <laughs> besides, I couldn't get everyone to donate a dollar. If I, I couldn't do that, I'd eat my uh, power breakfast of grape nuts and um, dates and uh, uh, 
uh, goat's milk. <laughs> and now, if you were to get a kick out of it, go ahead, knock yourself out, but don't do it just for money. Yeah, but she's saying she's not really into it. Yeah, so don't do it. All right, Carrie? Yes. I'll tell you what, we'll put you on hold. Uh-huh. You can uh, talk to your boyfriend about the uh, Adam Carolla um, uh, send, a, send a Girl to College Break Win <laughs> Fund, and we'll, we'll see what we can do. Are you serious? You're, you're delirious tonight. No, I'm not. I guess I am, but no, I think this would be uh, this be fun. We get a oh boy, Ann's got a puss on. We get a little. We do a little fundraising. We get people to send in. You know, we get people like sponsor me. Like um, uh, this fart is from um, Upland <laughs> Tire Company. Brought to you by. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Drew? Yeah. Uh, but you'd rather have her do that than go out yes. and uh, sh- yes. spread herself all over the yes. internet, right? Yes, yeah. That's so permanent. Yeah. With me, she can go home and take a shower, a little therapy, and she's right back on track. <laughs> all right. All right, so the answer is uh, do these things because it's something you want to do because you're effed up, not because of the money. Thank you. Leanne. Yeah, hi. You're, you're 16. Yeah. Okay, you want to get farted on? No. No. Oh, you're going to a whole team of... Uh... But I would pay. No. Um, You'd put question... two bucks toward that one, wouldn't you? Yeah. Okay, see? Okay. Um, my question is, is I'm 16, and I've been recently starting to use heroin. And my boyfriend was the one that just kind of brought it up, you know? He's been using it for about three months. That's horrible. How old is he? Um, 18. How long have you been using it for? Um, I've used it three times. Well, stop now. I mean, there, there is the, the the biology of heroin addiction is so profound, especially at your age. This is something that there often is no turning back from. You snorting it? No. Shooting it? Yeah. Okay. And there's also the oh, HIV risk and the medical risk. Sixteen-year-old girl. Uh, heroin is so huge. Shooting right it? Now. That's uh, it's. Um, I'm trying to think of the word. Like I don't know, graphic or something. It's not the right word. But what I'm saying is, it's pretty intense. Yeah. Uh, most. Uh, that's the feeling, though. I mean. It's no, but Leanne, look. Th- this this drug kills people oh, every day. Man, it's very rare that somebody comes back from heroin. And it's very uh, rare that we get a call from someone who's sort of at the threshold. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're 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 on your way. Uh, I know they don't have any definitive data on this, Drew, but why don't you just lie? Um, How many times before the average person becomes hooked, if you're shooting heroin? I mean, Uh, you know, if you did it 20 times, you're in, right? Oh, yeah. And if you did it five times, are are you not? I mean, if if you are prone, if you have the biology of addiction, it's almost one time. Uh, The the reward is so intense that... uh, it's almost like flipping a switch, and uh, you always feel the sort of emptiness and the desire to get back to it. Mm-hmm. Is you, are you having that experience now? A little. I mean, yeah. I, I don't... Imagine that 50 times worse. I don't feel like... My body doesn't feel like it wants it, but No, forget really the withdrawal. The, with, the withdrawal is not the important issue with so this not, drug. That's not what she's talking about. I know. What's, what's the important issue is that thing you're feeling now, that kind of emptiness, that kind of feeling of wanting to fill, get that, get that high back. That it becomes overwhelming. She's just saying she doesn't have that feeling. No, she doesn't have the withdrawal and the dependency. She just... Well, no, I kind of... I'm, like, trying to decide whether I want to do it again or not. But I also have another question. I skipped my period, and, like, for the past two months. And I is it because of the drugs? Yeah, heroin will, will, if used regularly, will certainly make you stop having your period. Well, I'm guessing you're having sex with this guy, aren't you? Well, yeah. That's the other thing, is you got to get a pregnancy test. Okay. Oh, boy. Leanne, mm-hmm. what's up? You just um, just feel like just killing yourself? Sort of. Why? It makes me very sad when I hear these things. I don't know. It's just like I, my parents and I have lots of problems, and school's 
school is like really difficult right now and well, here's the whole deal with the the parents and, you know, whether it be getting hooked on drugs or uh, suicide or, um, oh, I don't know, carving your boyfriend's initials in your stomach or something like that. Um, you're, you get back at your parents for like three or four years, you know, from age maybe, you know, 14, 15 to like, you know, 18, 19. And then you just get back at yourself. Uh, then you just get kicked out of the house. You're just a pregnant junkie, you know, and then you end up just getting back at yourself for the rest of your life. I think you're 37, you're a junkie. You know what I mean? Your parents are long gone. Yeah. Uh, they haven't talked to you in 15 years. You know what I mean? I mean, you may exact a little revenge and a little rebellious revenge on your parents right now, but uh, you better enjoy it because then you just become a loser. Oh, yeah. Well, and think about if, if you, God forbid, but if you're pregnant, think what it'll do to your baby. Okay. Thank All right. Le Leanne? Uh -huh. I'm not sure if this guy's the right guy for you. Mm -mm. <laughs> I, mean, I may be going out on a limb here, and I haven't met him personally. But uh, Prince Junkie, hmm? Dump him. Oh, he's uh, a nice guy. He's, he, he is yeah. he's, he's very nice sharing his heroin with you. Sharing his needles. Nice. Yeah, sh who says chivalry's dead, true? <laughs> a lot of guys would just, you know, hog the needle for themselves and then toss it out willy-nilly, <laughs> but not this guy. This guy sucks up a spoonful and hands it over to his woman. He's, he's um, Sir Walter Raleigh. That's a guy who's known for chivalry. Drug. Yeah, it's just pathetic. Okay. <laughs> I get kind of angry with it. Yeah, me too. All right. So, uh, the world's going down in flames, but that's all right, because uh, Nikki from Lords of Acid is here to make it all better. And when we come back, we will uh, hear something from the Lords of Acid. All right. Tommy John holiday season. Mind-blowing comfort. That's what you can expect from Tommy John's. When you get a pair of those, they are groundbreaking men's underwear. It's a brand that's wiping male discomfort off the map. Tommy John's 21st century fit and fabric design make the most unbelievably comfortable garments ever created. That's right. It's revolutionary. You think I'm kidding? You wear this stuff. They have T-shirts. They have uh, underwear. And I, I'm not kidding. It is pretty comfortable. It, pretty comfortable. It's crazy comfortable. Tommy John is innovating 24-7. The game-changing product line constantly evolving. So it's holiday season. Give the gift of mind-blowing comfort to yourself or perhaps you have a guy in your life. Give it to him. Because right now, every customer that orders a discount holiday gift set also receives a free pair of the coveted Marled Casual Socks. That is a $16 value. Tommy John, use promo code ADAM at TommyJohn.com now to save 20% on non-discounted items in your first order. That is ADAM for 20% off. TommyJohn.com. TommyJohn.com. There's a great new show here on Podcast One Network, and right now I'm going to tell you all about them because they're doing the same for this podcast. That's why we are one big happy family. This show is called Fempire. It's like an empire run by females, and these happen to be young, attractive, intelligent, articulate, and uh, addicted to crazy things that happen every day in reality and entertainment in the Twittersphere, where we all seem to spend a lot of our time. Kelty Knight and Becca Tobin and Jack Vanek are all over the rumor mill. Take your questions, get some uh, advice, and... Always, they seem to be tossing back a bottle of wine or champagne, all the while making podcast history. Do not miss Fempire. New episodes every Tuesday. Subscribe at iTunes now or catch all the action at podcastone.com. Nikki Van Lerop is here. Mm. Not bad, huh? <laughs> you say Van Lerop. Van Lerop. Van Lerop. Yeah, that's it. Nikki Van Lirop. is here from the Rods of Acid. <laughs> they have themselves a CD out called Our Little Secret. Drew, I know you're chomping at the bit to go make some phone calls, maybe use the urinal, 
something like that. Drew, with yeah. the chair, please, with the chair. I didn't do anything with I the chair. I beg you with the chair. I didn't do anything with the There's chair. There's something going on with that chair. If it touches the table, you freak out. That's just my thing. It's a full moon tonight. What's that got to do with the effing chair? All right. Your irritability. I don't, uh, it's just this console is uh, up and down and up and down all night because the arm slides under the... All right. Anyway, uh, wh- what do you want to do? You want to hear uh, something from uh, our little secret, which is the uh, Lord's of Acid CD? Sure. Why don't we do that? Right. Drew, you can go out and make phone calls. I'll sit here and uh, entertain the guests and enjoy the music. He's going to entertain me. This one is called... Uh-oh. Oh, okay. So I'm trying to figure out what that word was. Rubber Doll Opus. Rubber Doll Opus from Lords of Acid. And we have uh, Nikki Van Lierop here from the band. Yep. Hi, Andrew. Adam. Andrew. Yeah, right. <laughs> Listen, I like Andrew better. Screw Adam. <laughs> That's oh. all right. She correct herself before uh, before yes. I before you kick me out. No, I wouldn't. Do that. <laughs> Listen, I'm one of the few people in the world who you can call the wrong name. I've been called uh, Andy and Alan my whole life, and I rarely correct people. My name is never spelled correctly, at least my last name right. ever on the uh, cue card that the chick reads on the um, TV show. It's d- is that right? Didn't spelled that. incorrectly. Oh, how interesting! Yes, everywhere I go, <laughs> thinking of changing it. All right, uh, our little secret is the name of the CD, and that song, Anne, if I'm not mistaken, is one that we use uh, Rubber Doll to come in and out of commercials, isn't it? Yeah, I always have that Pavlovian response when I when I hear that. Um, good news on the dental front today. What? Kids. You saw uh, a dentist today? No, got a call from the dentist yeah. after I went and saw the root canal specialist. Yeah. Uh, the crown's going to have to come out. Uh, he'll be using gonna, some pliers to do that. Suck from the side. Well, uh, I have my choice. Ah. You uh, and you uh, pick your poison. Either the guy comes in with a pair of pliers and uh, pulls the uh, um, the post and crown out that has been uh, now epoxied down where the old tooth used to be, or he just cuts down the side of the gum and gets to the root uh, via. The side. I, I think he can do that through my mouth. I'm not sure he may have to put a hole in my cheek. Oh. In order to get to that as well. But uh, I'll be looking forward to that as a bit of a uh, stocking stuffer this oh, uh, Yuletide yeah. season. Oh, you mean you've got a date? Well, it's... it's, uh, well, it's I, better than nothing. <laughs> I have an infected root here. Hey, that's the name of my and band. he's making you pay for it, right? Uh, I haven't really got to the bottom of that yet, uh, but I'm... Uh, why don't you have ask no doubt. him? Have no doubt. Have no doubt. If he screwed up your tooth in the first place, no, though, because he forgot no. Well, fruit. let's be fair, Ann. It was only 3800 bucks. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that's only, only three roots. Essentially, uh, more money than I've ever spent on a car up until the last year and a half <laughs> is what was basically cost to uh, w- screw up my one tooth there. Now uh, the infections are setting in. And here's the deal, too, by the way. Uh, so far, I got a trip to the specialist. I got a trip back to the dentist. I got a trip over to the pharmacy. I got some money out of my pocket to the pharmacy for the painkillers and the antibiotics. Uh, I got a couple days wrapped up in this one. Yeah. Uh, then it's going to be a day over to the dentist where he pulls the thing out and puts a temporary in. Right. And then a day over to the specialist where he kills the root. And then back to the dentist to have the thing. Uh, I'm looking at a week's worth of uh, driving here back and forth to the specialist and whatnot. I would like to be compensated, by the way. 
for this. Uh, I'm, Sue them. This is America. You can do it. <laughs> oh, no, I really, I've never sued anybody in my life, and uh, I don't intend to. But when I was a uh, carpenter and I went to someone's house and I installed a uh, French door and the, a rain came the next day and it all leaked under and screwed up the floor, guess who had to come back and fix everything for free? I didn't give them that, uh, hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, 45 an hour. I'll be back. Sure, if you want me. If not, just open the phone book. You know? No, but I don't get the feeling uh, this is going to be free. And shouldn't it be free, Drew? Uh, I mean, when you screw something up, shouldn't you just fix it? Is, isn't that uh, then your responsibility? You did the wor- They did the work. They did all of the work. And you can't hold them responsible for a bad outcome. Because doing the work and having a bad outcome don't correlate. Uh, when but I was isn't a car- that root canal pulling out all your roots, and if they forget one, it's their fault? Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know that he forgot, but he certainly seems well, like he, he may, have, in, may have missed one. Which would be a problem. Well, yeah, it's, it's shaping up that way. Yeah. <laughs> it certainly is. I think they so, should do it for free, yeah. absolutely, yes. Every time you have a procedure done, you aren't guaranteed a good outcome. Right. And a bad outcome... But when the guy uh, comes over to clean your carpets, you're not guaranteed a good outcome. But on the other hand, if the machine turns over and the sewage pours out into the hall, uh, you ain't paying them extra to clean it up, are you? No. Uh, like it, I said, it, when it, I was a carpenter, it, it, I'd come to someone's but house that's, to that's work. A, that's no a guarantees. major screw-up. That's different than a bad outcome. I mean, if you, if somebody, you know, is incompetent or, or overtly, mm, the guy knew what he you, was doing. Uh, guess just, what? That that's what the lawsuits are about. So what if you have to have your appendix out and they leave some of it in there? Is I was just thinking fault? that. Yes. Or is it the doctor's you fault? Thinking that, yes, I was thinking. Suppose it, it happens all the time. People get operations and doctors leave their scissors inside. Well, I mean, if you want to get them back out, I mean, you have to pay for the extra operation. No, <laughs> I don't think so. No, no. There, when, when there's again, when there uh, is, when yeah. there are levels of you know issues of competency, uh, then no, you know. But when it's just a bad outcome, no. Listen, but I already spent so much money on this thing. Yeah, you want, you would like to offer up your head? Yeah, no, I was going to say I'd come on and I'd fart on the radio. I think that'd be so funny. Oh, you'd fart? I'd do it. Well. I think so. Yeah, anybody would fart on the radio, but... for $250, though? You'd be farted upon? Yeah, I'd do that, too. I need money. <laughs> All right, so what, what was your fantasy? That I was going to pay you $250 to fart into, the, uh, into a microphone? No, because, like, I got... I, like, started listening um, at the end of your conversation. I, <laughs> yeah, but... That's not fair, though, is it? Again, yeah, again, the point was to replace the 500 she's not going to make for doing the Internet nudity. Why, how'd she get into that? Well, uh, you really would have had to heard the show. <laughs> I, I can't go back and... Uh, her boyfriend, but I guess I will. Her boyfriend forbid her from doing internet nudity. She kind of wants to do it, but mm, not really. But she'd like the 500. So I offered as a, in, in jest, would you come over here and let me fart on you for 500? Trying to think of another demeaning thing and then realized... That would be a good way to make money. Listen, I'll let some half-cocked celebrity fart on me for 500 too. I can do that. Could you do that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> First one's free. This one's on the house. That's what I tell all my girlfriends. First one's free. Alan. Yes. You're 27. Yes. What's going on? Uh, well, I 
I've got a problem. Uh, basically, my question's for Dr. Drew. Um, I've got a problem with uh, during ejaculation, uh, my sperm kind of gets clogged in the urethra. What do you mean? Um, it doesn't all come out. I have to force it out. Mm-hmm. How do you force it out? Uh, by <laughs> masturbates again. No, uh, from the base of my penis and squeeze it out. What happens if you don't do that? Uh, it. I don't know. I've never. Okay, well, that, it, it, uh, Alan, more of an udder than it is a penis. Yeah, that is normal, and you don't have to force it out. It will be just fine. Okay. Well, you don't have to force it out. Well, what's the sensation, Alan? Um, it hurts actually. So you have pain if you don't force it out. Right. Well. Hmm. That can happen sometimes, too. You can? Yeah. Mm. yeah. I've never... I've been to the doctor, two doctors, and they've done tests, and they don't know what's wrong. Well, I've heard of this happening normally. You have? Yeah. Well, how do you know... I mean, you get a feeling like you, you peed, but you didn't get it all out? Uh, I mean, what I'm saying is, how do you know? What like, is I don't sensation? know if the stuff didn't come out. I don't know. It's just a... You can tell. I mean, you could feel it. You know? Well, it's fine. You can feel it. But if it doesn't hurt, don't force it out. It's not all supposed to come all the way out, okay? Well, it's like in the sperm is all matted together when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Could you could you urinate if you had to um, without before you force it out? I, it's never been in that. I've never had that situation. I've always got it out. Well, why don't you try you, you don't know whether you could urinate before you took it out? No. All right, but yet you could not explain the sensation. No, not really. It's, uh, it's, it's hard to say. It's hard to explain. All right, I use the example of saying, like, when you pee, there's sometimes the sensation that you you didn't finish peeing. Right. But it's not that at all. Um, similar. Okay. Well, I think he has just an emerald preoccupation about this stuff, and there's probably nothing wrong at all. Really? Yeah. I don't know. He was quite articulate about it. Anyone, you know you're in trouble when um, Drew's, uh, the name Drew is turned into a five-syllable word. Hey, hello there, Dr. Drew. Tater's good. Me some tater pie and put some mustard on them tater. Mm. You didn't do imitation. I don't. I just normally sound like uh, Billy Bob Thornton. I think I'm going to sue him. <laughs> I suspect I won't kill again. Mm. <laughs> Mike. Yeah, what's up? What's going on? You reckon I could fart on your head, Donna? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, what's up? I give Hello. you a nice tater fart. What the? Hello? All right, go ahead, please. Just go right ahead. Okay. Hey, I just wanted to start off by saying that you guys are doing a hell of a service to the community. I want to congratulate you guys on that. Thank you. Uh, I did the last hour and 45 about farting on a teenager's yeah, head. Not tonight, <laughs> I'm afraid. But, uh, well, yeah. kinda, you know. For, you know, 80% of the time. Yeah, thank thank you. you. Also, I want to eject uh, one more thing. I was talking uh, to my friend the other day, and uh, he asked me 
if you could bring back anybody in history that you could talk to or if you could talk to anybody that you ever wanted to, uh, who would it be? And, I'd have, and I said, I'd have to say it'd be Dr. Drew number one and a close second Adam. Wow. So really? I, yeah. So when when we're brought back to life. <laughs> well, you know, anybody in history. Wow. Well, so, I mean, you have your choice between, like, Abe Lincoln or uh, Steve Gutenberg or any... Uh, well, wait, uh, Steve Gutenberg's still alive? I don't believe it. Oh, no, I'm the, the, the point is, is uh, you could bring back um, Gandhi. You could bring back um, Socrates. <laughs> oh, think about it. You think it'd be cool to talk to Socrates, but first off, he probably spoke Latin. Yeah. R right? Yeah, you got to think about the people. Yeah, you're gonna have a whole uh, you have a whole language barrier there. Secondly, he's probably gonna be confused and PO'd, and uh, thirdly, he's gonna be more interested in your telephone and sneakers. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. I don't know. Plus, anyway, he probably uh, he probably work you pretty good. You know, I mean, sexually. What? He like them boys. Okay. Anyway, hey, wouldn't that be bad if you're if you're if your greatest? Um, here's your two greatest uh, historical figures. Oh, if I could bring anyone back, it would be uh, Socrates and Oscar Wilde, I think. And then they both gang raped you. <laughs> All right, that's nice. <laughs> uh, perpetuating the myth. Mike, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Illinois. Illinois. Whereabouts? Uh, Champagne. Okay. You what, lie. What's going on? Uh, not much. Studying for finals. Taking a study break. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> um, actually, I've I was taken a study break my entire life. I we're we're well aware of that. Yeah. Every single one of us. <laughs> I was uh, calling about my dad. Actually, he's 52, mm. and he's dating a girl who is 24, and uh, he's been divorced for two years, mm. and uh, he's been uh, dating her ever since he got divorced. Pretty much, he's, he was. You know, by himself for two months, couldn't stand it. She mm -hmm. was 22 when he picked up with her. She was 22. What's she all about? Excuse me? What's the deal with her? Um, she... I mean, she's your peer. He's an attorney, right? No. He's Why? He's a teacher, actually. Oh, boy. Um, somebody he teaches? Yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't somebody he teaches. Somebody he used to teach, like, a, when she was in high school. But, uh, yeah, I know. It's, I he's mean... He's taking and, a little study break, too, Dad. Is that why you, you and uh, his mom, you and your mom, wait, he no, and your it, mom broke it, up? Dad, nothing. Um, basically, my mom like outgrew him, and she's off doing her own thing now. She's happy, and he's kind of stuck in a rut, you know. Yeah, it well, sounds like he's still sort of stuck in a high school. That twenty-four-year-old like rut's not a bad rut to be stuck in. <laughs> I gotta be honest. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know, but believe it or not, uh, I mean, this may come as a big shocker to you, Adam, mm. but uh, she's going to community college. No. <laughs> um, she went. She started out at community college, and she went to state school. Dropped out because she was homesick. Came back, went back to community college, then went back to state school. Now she's back at community college again. Right. And I'm not calling about him so much as I am about her because, you know, I love my dad and all, but he's stuck in a rut. He's not going anywhere. What, what, she, what does that mean exactly? Well, he's just he's just the way he is, and he's not going to deal with it, you know? What is the way he is? Um, he's very codependent. He can't be by himself. And, you know, and I'm just afraid that he's going to drag this poor girl so, he, so he's very mature. Exactly. Uh -huh. I am my dad's dad sometimes, you know. Wow. And he's a teacher. Yeah. What level does he teach at? He's a high school teacher. Uh, yeah. He's sort of stuck in uh, yeah, and high school. Yeah, in a small town, you know, and he's just, he's content where he is, doesn't want to go anywhere. But I'm just worried about her because, 
I'm afraid that he's dragging her down. You know, she's in her prime. And well, he doesn't sound like a dangerous guy. No, he doesn't. You know, and I don't. I don't see him as like a predator and him preying upon her. I just see him as really holding her back. Where are her parents? Um, her dad is majorly screwed up. Her mom's in that ball. Imagine that. What a what a coincidence. Yeah. Mm. Dad screwed up, so she's dating a guy in his fifties. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Any connection there, Drew? Oh, Mike, I, I, you know, uh, it's hard to know how to advise it, uh, Mike because he sees the dysfunction uh, and right. he, he has his, his uh, concerns are sort of appropriately placed. And while Dad is not a predator, he is fueling her pathology. And in a way, he is kind of uh, preying upon the fact that this woman is screwed up. Right. But uh, she's going to go find herself another, another guy one, yeah. in his 50s. Yeah. And, uh, or, or whatever, some other guy that at least uh, she can act out Mike's upon. Mike's dad's relatively benign. Yeah. All right. What are you going to do? It's tough it's, it's when a, you that's lose a sad respect. situation. Yeah, yeah. For your folks. Have, have you talked to her about this? Oh, boy. I put him on hold like oh. 10 minutes ago. Oh, okay. Well, Adam, no, right. Adam it, it, you're, you're the second most important man in history. This man's. Uh, Sorry, Mike. We've got to go to break. Have you talked to her? Excuse me? Have, Have you, you talked, talked to, to her the girl? about this? I talk to her every once in a while. She's not uh, the b world's brightest girl. Yeah. Uh, so you don't I, get along too well? or? No, I get along with her. She, 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 just, you know, but that's not the point, though. I mean, doesn't yeah, really, yeah. it's not really about I, him and her. She doesn't uh, get I it. I haven't really tried to talk to her just because, I mean, she's kind of clueless. As All it. right, good. Well, listen, I mean, your dad is uh, knee-deep in his pathology. She's up to her uh, chin in her pathology. And I'm jealous, quite frankly, because they're in an ignorant, blissful state. What the hell? Neither one of them's hurting e either one of them. Uh, he's happy. He's with a young chick. She's happy. She's found a replacement for Papa. I only feel sorry for Mike, but Mike's off at college. Don't give me the push, Drew. You know I'm right. Kick it! All right, everybody. True Car, you know how much I love these guys and their app. I spend uh, a lot of time on it. And it's a way to see exactly what's going on in your area. Pick a car, learn about the cars, and see what people are paying for the very car, the exact car you want. You know, there was previous ways to buy cars. You went and hang out on a lot. Now technology evolves. Everything evolves. Buying cars evolves. It advances. It makes sense that there's a new and better way to buy a car. Well, that's now called True Car. The True Car app is special, unique. Their certified dealer network is unsurpassed. They partner with over 10,000 True Car certified dealers that believe in a new way to buy a car. It's hassle-free. It's easy. It's fun. Use the True Car app. You can get guaranteed savings. True Car certified dealers will honor the savings that are guaranteed and locked in at True Car on your True Car app. It is that simple. True Car and True Car certified dealers. And using True Car certified dealers, you will save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. No headaches, no hassle. It's fun. And if you don't even want to buy a car, you just want to learn about it, check out the app. Two million cars sold through True Car certified dealer network, and you will work directly with the certified dealer contact. It is easy, it's evolved, it's technology, it's made simple. It's about time. They have all that equipment on the top. Elevator shaft. And they still keep stuff. doing that. Mm, still doing that. Always on commercial, but not in the residential. Okay. Let's talk about roofing with Drew. Drew couldn't figure out uh, why they had flat roofs. I can't either. Ah, Nikki Van. Uh, yeah, Nikki. Darling yeah. Nikki. Darling Nikki's <laughs> here from Lodge of Acid. Our little secret's the name of. Uh... Hey, wait. We just heard that, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I knew we used that damn thing. 
That was Prodigy. Oh, that was Prodigy? Oh, that was Smack My Bitch Up. Yeah, yeah. But we use the one from Lords of Acid, too, yeah. don't we? Yeah. All right. It sounds kind of like that. Okay. Uh, Prodigy ripping you guys off, man. <laughs> We've been at it for the same amount of time. I'm going to sue the dentist. You sue Prodigy. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, Zooey? Yes. Um, Jules? Yeah. Adam? Kroll. Hey, you're uh, 18 years old? Yes. Uh, I just want to say to Drew and Adam Corolla, I just, you have no idea how I wanted to be on the show today. Oh. And, um, um, Nikki, Lord of Acids, um, you are excellent. And uh, thank you. Yeah. You wanted to be on the TV show today. Well, Is that what you're saying? I want to tell everybody in this damn United States, you know, about their censored stuff. Stuff. Things. <laughs> Nudity is cool. It yeah. is. It is. Imagine that coming from an eighteen-year-old. You can like. Record that and just replay it. Nudity is cool. Well, let's see. Engineer Mike, can we cart up uh, Zooey saying? Uh, it's done. <laughs> it's done. It's done. So when, when, whenever you come to Europe, pass by Belgium, we'll go to a sauna together. Oh. What do you say? Hey, what's with the sauna <laughs> where they hit themselves with the leaves? <laughs> That's somewhere else. Oh, it is? Uh, isn't that Japan or something like no, that? No, no, they take like the palm leaf and they smack themselves on the back yeah, with Yeah, I it. think it's Japan. I don't know. Yeah. Drew, you don't? Yeah. No. Don't know. Um, Adam? Yeah. Can I say something else, too? Uh, right. yeah. Okay, here we go. It's regular Tony Randall, this silly. I've got a monkey inside of me. That's all I want to say. Uh, Engineer oh. Mike, put that on a cart, please. All right, Zooey. Okay, well, thanks a lot. All righty. What was that all about? I, um, I don't know. Zooey... He just wanted to be on the show. Zooey is one of those guys who wanted to be heard, and um, that's what this show's about. It's oh. your show, Oof. and everyone has a voice. Faggot better run. Right. <laughs> Please, Drew, let's not, um, let's not pass judgment on Zooey. Uh-oh. Eric? Yeah. You're 21. Yep. What's happening, Holmes? Not a whole lot. What's going on? Nothing. I just called, uh, heard, heard your show earlier about the farting bed. Yeah. And, uh, Turn your radio down. Yeah, I have an idea for you. Turn your radio down. Okay, great. What? What? Anyways, uh, record it on camcorder, and then uh, have people come call you up and order it, mm -hmm. and charge them twenty-five bucks a film. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many takers? You figure we'd have to oh, assume that? Quite you'd a probably, few. <laughs> uh -oh. You'd probably make a profit on it. Yeah. So, uh. I, you know, I think that's a pretty righteous idea, Eric, but I, I really I don't want to stray too far from the original intention here. Yeah, of course. I, I'm not looking at I'm not looking to supplement my income no, via but my ass. Giving you a way around whatever sort of FCC or yeah. IRS issues might come up. At least you're giving okay. a product for a price, you know what I'm saying? You're mm, selling I'm not sure if that makes sense or not. I don't I well, Mike's gonna look into all this. All right. All right, uh, Eric, any other uh, comments? Uh, no, not at all. Okay, you can go back to turning your radio up, okay? Okay, great. All right, thank you. Boy, it's, uh, our callers are very um, helpful. Congenial. Yeah, yeah. yeah congenial people, and they're thinkers. It's and, Paul and then they're movers and shakers and Paul doers. Paul Casey. Yes. You're 26. Yeah. When I was 11, I wanted to be named Casey. <laughs> I thought, wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> when you're 11, Adam sucks, but Casey, now there's a name. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Y- y'all there? Yeah. Yeah, go right ahead. Yep. I got a question. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, diagnosed with Tourette syndrome. Uh huh. You know what that is? Uh huh. And I have ADHD. Uh huh. And I have uh, dyslexia. You know what Tourette's is, uh, Nikki? No, I'm sorry, I don't. That's where people sort of are. Um, um, the, some of it is they have tics, you know, like they do that thing okay. with their. And they, they have a speech pattern that's sort of out of control. Okay. And they yell out things that are sort of uh, profane. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. It'd work great for Belgium TV. Hey, you could be a sportscaster <laughs> in Belgium. You just sit there and yell the F word all, all, all day long. All the time, long. yeah. What's your question? Okay, anyway, I've got a Tourette syndrome. Yeah. And, uh, uh, oh yeah, one thing I want to say real quick is, is Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll let you uh, if you give me five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. I'll let you crap on my head, mm-hmm. and and I will sing on the radio for you. That is uh, a two for one. That is uh, by the way the kind of press that I'm looking for. Uh, local celebrity <laughs> uh, makes uh, uh, pays five hundred to crap on Tourette victim's head. Can you say crap on the radio? Yeah. Oh, okay. See, it makes perfect sense. You can say crap, but you couldn't say the S word because that's, well, you know, true. Uh, I think the the press would probably have a bowel movement. <laughs> they would. That'd win me a lot of fans. But we could say Shih Tzu, like the dog. Right. There we go. I found a solution for the problem here. Uh, thank Casey, you. What, right there. what is your question exactly? Okay, anyway, well, I was, I was going to go back to my original question. Uh, I've got a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She's 19 years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, I live with her here in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Lived with her for two years. Mm-hmm. And um, I, my tics are usually like scream sounds. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. Like scream noises. Oh, scream noises! I don't scream yeah. out curse words. I don't do this cursing, but I do the. Uh, what's your, What's the point? What's the question? Well, anyway, um, basically, I bite my girlfriend, and I pinch her, and I bite my cat on the head, and I bite her ears. Mm, that don't fly real good with the felines, I can tell you. That. <laughs> Boy, oh, your cat's gotta hate you. And it's a it's, it, it is a tick. That is a tick. You biting your cat? Biting my girlfriend and my cat, not biting like. I bugs her forehead. You, you do what to her forehead? I bugs with my front teeth. Uh, bugs like Bugs Bunny? Yeah, like Bugs Bunny. I bugs her forehead uh, and listen, I pinch her hold arm. On. Casey, I know you have your own little language that you and your buddy share. Yeah. But uh, let's not make us guess everything. Okay, okay. Use the word nibble. Okay, right. nibble. All right, what, what, what is your question? But it's, it's very painful. What is your question? Huh? What's your question? Well, it's very painful, and my girlfriend loves me, okay, and I love her. And what is your question? I'm so close oh, to hanging up on you, Casey. How, I guess I want to know how uh, <laughs> to overcome it so I won't lose my girlfriend. Have you got any medication for your threats? Yeah, I've got ORAP. Yeah? And I have um, Ritalin. Yeah. How about eating a nice carrot instead of nibbling your uh, girlfriend box? Yeah, what are the medicines you've been on? Um, I, I see. I I have uh, that I have been on before. Yeah. I've uh, been on Prozac before. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, that's all. You ever tried clonidine? Yeah, I tried clonidine. Didn't do anything. Did you try any other uh, antipsychotics? Uh, blood pressure medicine. You're right. Any other antipsychotics like Oramp? Uh, not that. Or... Not, not not. What? Quit. Uh, yeah. Not that I know. Never of. tried Haldol. Did you just try no, eat, eating the cat? You were on Haldol. I was on Haldol. Interesting. <laughs> no other medicines. Clonidine? Yes. Uh, Haldol? Yes. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, well, how'd the Haldol work for you? Uh, it, it didn't do anything. It gave me neuroleptic episodes. How good do you think it works? You had dystonias. He's eating his cat. You had dystonias, right? You had what? You had dystonias. Right, You exactly. had side effects. Right. Well, uh, yeah, you might, you, I mean, you need medicines probably more in that class. Uh, maybe more ORAP or maybe, uh, you know, something like Haldol. That, uh, you need to spray apple bitters on your girlfriend's this is, this forehead. Is, uh, mm, oh, this, boy. this kind of behavioral manifestation is outside of the routine uh, Tourette, AD, ADHD things, ADD. Yeah, listen, after being nibbled on for a while, you'd be begging for the guy just to yell out the F word. Yeah. All right, Casey, uh, you have some difficulties. You have a nice sense of humor about it. Uh, and, and, and medication is the way to go. You need to keep going back and talk to the psychiatrist who's prescribing these medications and adjust the doses and find something that contains the behaviors. All right. Tis the season to go shopping. Click on Amazon and we get paid. What's that supposed to mean? All right, we're probably not going to get a Grammy for that little ditty. You're damn right. But it is true. You know you're going to be shopping Amazon this holiday season, right? And we know that if you use the Amazon link on the homepage of this little old podcast, Amazon will throw a few coins our way to help keep the lights on and pay for what we do to make the show. So you get all the cool stuff you want without ever leaving the house. And we get to keep doing the show for you. You see, everybody wins. I'm happy, I'm happy. Happy holidays, whichever ones you're celebrating. From the dreidel-spinning, Kwanzaa-hat-wearing stocking stuffers right here at PodcastOne.com. Hey, Bloodline, let me get my headphones come from around my... Uh coffee mug. Well, Drew doesn't have the will to argue with Nikki about epilepsy. I can, I can see that. Were we on? Really? No, no we weren't on, but Nikki was just telling Drew uh, epilepsy was a state of mind, and uh, Drew started. Drew gave one of these, like, I'm going to get up and argue with her, and then he went, eh. Nah, she didn't study. Never mind. Let her go back to Belgium and Yeah, she's going to be out of here in a couple of minutes. Oh, okay. Some more rave music. <laughs> yeah. I'll go back to Pasadena. We'll be like ships in the night. <laughs> All right, uh, Nikki, thank you very much. It was my pleasure. Lords of Acid is the name of the band. Our Little Secret is the name of the CD. That's it, isn't it? Yes. You see how cool I am? I know what the rave <laughs> scene's about. All right, I want to thank all those who uh, made the show possible. And um, until next time, this is Adam Carolla for Dr. Drew saying... Mahalo. This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are certainly opinions, that's for sure. If you'd like a written transcript of today's program, you probably should have written it down yourself. And if you did, we'd like a copy. Loveline producer Ann Wilkins. This broadcast was copyright 1997 Westwood One Entertainment. This music is MXBX on Juvenile Records. Shit, Obo. Obo, stop dragging your butt across the carpet. Uh -huh. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.